Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Pivotal moment for one storied NFL franchise. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. The Chicago Bears cannot screw this up, Perloff, and good morning. They have an opportunity that they've set themselves up with, which was trading with the hapless Carolina Panthers last year. They now have the number one overall pick. We talk about playoff clinching scenarios, which we will get into very, very much in today's show. But the other clinching that happened was the Bears getting that number one overall pick from the Carolina Panthers. That happened in week 17. And now the Bears have to do the right thing here. And this is not a disrespect to Justin Fields. It's going to sound like it. But if they do not draft a quarterback with that number one overall pick, they are making a massive mistake that will eventually get everyone there fired. Well, yeah, but drafting Cale Williams, I'm just say say he's the number one overall pick, Let's the USC him, quarterback. Yes. If they pick him, there's a, also a great chance that everybody gets fired because guess where quarterbacks go to die? Chicago. Except for this year, all of a sudden, you have some momentum around a very young, very talented quarterback in Justin Fields. You might have your quarterback for the first time ever. You're going to actually give up on this? Because the alternative is... We build this dream team around Justin Fields, the current quarterback, and let's go. If you're a GM, you could get fired either way. Why not take a risk and get a haul for that number one overall pick and just be wildly talented at every position and have the same scenario where you're probably going to have the number one pick next year? Because if you trade that pick, you're trading to Washington or New England who are going to stink with <laughs> Cal Williams. Okay. They're going to be terrible. First of all, you can't do the kick the can down the road. Oh, we'll just get him next year. Not when you have this type of draft class. And listen, We say that every year. Uh, but we don't because we didn't say it the year that Kenny Pickett got drafted to the Steelers. Yeah, there, are, there are years that are bad. Yeah, but we didn't say it. We never said a year before Joe Burrow was in the draft. Like, well, you know, this year, next year, there's no quarterbacks. Then all of a sudden, Joe Burrow emerges. Okay, the Bengals got as lucky as a team could possibly get. Right. But, you know, there are a lot of teams that think they have the number one guy and it doesn't work out. That's why they have the number one guy because they're the, an, a bad organization. You know, say the Panthers still had this pick. They could draft Caleb Williams and they probably win three games next year. So I'm just saying it's it's not as simple as, oh, we got to get Caleb Williams and we're all of a sudden going to fix everything. Okay, it's not even just about, well, there is that part of it. There's a, a contractual part of it that, you know, might be boring to people, but it's a real thing that teams have to think about, which is you could start over with a rookie as opposed to Fields, who will be after his third season. You have to make a decision about the fifth-year option. And essentially, if you keep Fields, you're telling him and his agents, we're ready to pay you now. Yeah. Okay, so that's one the money part of it. You also cannot be the team who passed on this potential generational talent. Because no one will fault you for trading away Justin Fields 
who we may be seeing the apex right now. Okay, good for Justin Fields, good for the Bears that they're getting some momentum. This is after he missed four games, by the way, because of that thumb injury. And it's been Minnesota, Detroit, Arizona, and the Atlanta Falcons. This is not exactly Murderer's Row that they have beaten. It's to... pretty one pretty good team in there. Okay, Detroit, who was also kind of in a little bit of a free fall, and their division rivals. Like, you can't just look at that and say, wow, you beat the Atlanta Falcons in the snow. Let's sign this guy to $100 million. That is foolish, and it is short-sighted. Is... Okay, but look around the 32 teams in the league. Who is Murderer's Row, Maggie? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who That's are they going to beat? Unless they beat the Ravens or the Niners, there's no Murderer's Row out there. So forget it. There's... They, they're winning the games in front of them. They're going to bring back Matt Eberflus probably according to Ian Rappaport's report. Yeah, their I'm, not, defense I'm not is, that, by the way. Their defense is playing well. Well, we'll see. Yeah. They have to beat Green Bay. I, or they have to at least show up against Green Bay. But I don't I don't necessarily buy this generational quarterback thing is going to fix anything, especially with the Chicago Bears. They could get such a haul. And I know you're, you're poo-pooing it, but they could easily have the number one pick next year as well. Okay, but here's like you use Joe Burrow as the example as why you could pass this year and you might end up getting, you know, the next Joe Burrow will emerge. You talk about how a quarterback can't lift an organization. Look at what Joe Burrow has done. I mean, it it does happen when you have guys that are this good. I still believe There's that no Trevor other. Lawrence could be this good. Like, I still mm. think Justin Herbert could be this good. There are guys mm. out there who you can see the talent. And instead, what you're doing is you're grading fields on a curve. And I don't, I understand why people do it. You get excited. You've won three of the last four, all of that stuff. But you're grading him on a curve because he doesn't look awful then you're saying, oh, he could be the next guy. He looks good up until the fourth quarter. Don't go into those fourth quarter stats, and you might be really, really disappointed by what you find. So to me, you may be seeing the ceiling here with Fields. You have a golden ticket now because you did the right thing in fleecing the Carolina Panthers. You cannot let this opportunity pass. And if the Bears do anything but, they're going to look stupid. The only problem with Justin Fields is his contract. You put him in this draft, first of all, he – Killed it at Ohio State. Yeah, he was he better than all these guys, except maybe Caleb Williams. I, he would go top 10 right now. He's a 24-year-old quarterback, same age as Michael Penix, basically. He'd be a high pick. He just has his contract situation. That is the only downside here. And but, you can also get something for him now. So there's an article on ESPN. Oh, you where, get a second or third round pick. That's okay. not a game changer. First of all, if he does, let's say he does have a really good showing against Green Bay, like for all the reasons why you're saying he should be the Bears quarterback or remain the Bears quarterback or all the reasons... My, me as the GM of the Bears can go shop him on the open market and say, hey, Atlanta Falcons, yeah. hey, whoever, come and take a look at Justin Fields. And like, and I might be, you know, selling high on Justin Fields. Do you, how much better do you think he's going to get? I, I think he's, he, the sky is the limit. He's 24. Is it though? Or yeah, is this no, kind I of mean, what he is? Uh, Are we seeing the best of what he could be? Which, again, is not bad. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback, but they haven't won diddly. I mean, look around. Yeah, they haven't won diddly because they have a very young quarterback and a young team around him. Give him another big-time receiver, and I think he could develop. I mean, look at the young quarterbacks who've taken steps. Jalen Hurts got A.J. Brown took the next steps. I think Jordan Love is is showing that you can be 24-25 and take a next step. There are a lot of young quarterbacks, like – why why couldn't he be very why couldn't he be a pro bowler? I could easily see him being a top fourteen quarterback. Okay. Is that what we're in this for? Well, He's the eleventh overall pick. If we you want to have be a enough... top fourteen quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, you're grading on a curve here. I just think that this team is showing if if they beat the Packers, 
and they end up at eight and nine. This team is showing a lot of momentum. You're telling me you're not going to be high on Justin Fields and the Bears. We're going to lower ten. If they trade that number one overall pick, you're bringing in another probably Pro Bowl level t- veteran talent like they did with DJ Moore last year. You're adding whatever first round pick you get in exchange, maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. And you're getting two first round picks and probably. another third. You no, are it's having a incredible haul. And you're going to build a lot of talent around okay. Justin Fields. If you gave me multiple bites at the draft apple, it still doesn't really ensure that I'm going to hit on anything. I'll I'll give you Marvin Harrison Jr. looks like a sure thing. But what's the most important position in the entire sport? C- quarterback. Okay. And you have the number one overall pick in a draft class that say whatever you want. At least at the very top, we think that this is going to be a good one. Like, you wouldn't fault a team. This is not Zach Wilson who's riding the draft process, who never had a good career at BYU, basically, yeah. and rode the draft process to the Jets making a stupid decision. Well, how do you know it's not that? Well, first of all, we're talking about the number two pick is probably going to be Drake May, who has Mitchell Trubisky written all you over You don't him. have to worry about the number two pick. You've got the number one pick. The number one pick could be... Could be Jared Goff, could be Baker Mayfield. Like you have no idea. Or there's you know number one pick. Jared Goff anything. just won eleven games and made it to a Super Bowl under his rookie contract. And you also have Baker Mayfield. Listen, I don't know what to do with Baker. Every time he's out, then he's back in. I, I that's the Bernardino triangle. So you're happy with Jared Goff in LA? That's what you're no. hoping for. First of all, if they draft Caleb Williams, they're going five and twelve next year. They're, they're all this momentum they got this year is going away. Okay, they go five and twelve. That's only two wins off of what they are this year. Well, <laughs> if they, I'm saying, if they beat Green Bay, they're eight and nine. I, I think if they trade this pick and bring in even more veteran talent, I think you're looking at a playoff team next year. If they draft Caleb Short-sighted. Williams, excited. If they draft Caleb Williams, no way. Okay, you made the and playoffs. And there's no way they're winning the Super Bowl in that window. Okay, well, you made you well, you well, made the playoffs with Mitchell Trubisky. Where did that get you? You want to do a one-off playoff appearance like and lose on the road in the first round? Have fun. Have at it. But instead, you have an opportunity where, yeah, next year might be a little bit tough because you'll be playing with a rookie. But look at that. That's not the point when you're drafting the number one overall pick. The point I, I, is you get your franchise. I just think you're not going to easily replace Justin Fields' talent. He can run as well as any quarterback in the league. His only problem is he holds on to the ball too long. That's right. like, whatever, that's a wrap on him. But he's got to get better. He's just so young. He came in the league at 21. I, I think that the upside on Justin Fields is legit. You might be right about that. But I ask you, put the upside of Fields to the upside of Caleb Williams. Like, maybe this is what, what it comes down to, Prof, is you might not be a Caleb Williams believer. And I think uh, that's, I the, that might first be the of problem. All, <laughs> that's an absolute lie. Yeah, I tell you, five throws into the Oklahoma-Texas game three <laughs> yeah. years ago, I said, this is the number one overall pick. He's the most talented college quarterback. Then you quarterback. should want to run this pick up I to just, the commissioner. The only thing is, there's, I, I am a Caleb Williams fan, and I do not want him to go to Chicago. And I think most most people who are NFL fans agree with that because you know it's not going to work. Now. So you're going to let Justin Fields languish in Chicago. You just Justin don't want to see Caleb Williams. It's probably a better fit. A guy who <laughs> who's not going to throw for 5,000 yards. You Give me a more conservative quarterback with Justin Fields. Caleb Williams has got to go somewhere like Mahomes said. He needs an Andy Reid. He needs a high-flying offense where he's chucking the ball around 45 times. That will never be the Chicago Bears. Okay, well, yes, there might be some like stuck-in-the-mud sort of ethos with the Bears where they always want it to be 1985 again and you're just handing off to Walter Payton and relying on that defense and meanwhile the league has changed a lot but if you move on from a defensive minded head coach right if you do put whatever closest version you can get to Andy Reid right now 
and you pair that person. I'm not talking about Lincoln Riley either. I'm not talking about someone who's never done it on the professional level. I'm talking about somebody who you believe could be an innovator. Then why not? Why? Because the weather's bad. Aren't you building a new stadium anyway? Why did you just give me Cliff Kingsbury then, like they did with Arizona with Kyler Murray? I have a Cliff Kingsbury, turns out, doesn't know how to manage a clock or a team. Listen, he won 11 games in Arizona. I think he was a bit under rookie. Yeah, so I, I just think that this formula, if Chicago drafts number a quarterback at number one, I could just see that not working and then becoming irrelevant. They build this dream team around Justin Fields. They are a really, really interesting team. You think they'll become irrelevant if they draft Caleb Williams? Yeah, I, I no think it's shot. I think it's going to bomb if they draft Caleb Williams. I and I don't honestly, I think Caleb Williams' camp is not going to make that an easy process, not by a mile. Yeah. I think they're going to say, "Do not do this." I know, but we hear those threats all the time. We heard it with yeah. Joe Burrow. We heard it with others. Like guys, don't do that. Eli Manning isn't walking through that door. Yeah, but I mean, listen. Chicago Bears is a graveyard of promising quarterbacks. I they know. just cannot get it right. And if Matt Eberflus is coming back, then Caleb Williams is gonna, not going to go. He's not going to do that. And if I'm him, I'm invi- I'd go back to USC. Actually, he probably already declared. No, I don't think that's a possibility. <laughs> I would. Maybe. I would go into the transfer portal and and help EJ out and go to the Miami Hurricanes. I hey, would I like not that. go to Chicago. <laughs> I love Cal Williams, and I love I love all these mock drafts. Are saying, oh, maybe it's going to be uh, Jaden Daniels or Drake May. It's not. It's not. Although everyone, there is a lot of smoke out there that, like, you know, it's pick apart the the prospect time. Everyone's right. saying Cal Williams' character might not be there. Whatever. It's just not a great fit, and you know it. You know that Caleb Williams, Chicago, it's just be like a collective groan from NFL Nation when it's week seven and the Bears are two and four and can only score 16 points a game, kind of like Bryce Young in Carolina. It's just not the right spot. Okay, well, I like Caleb Williams' tools a lot more than I like Bryce Young's, but we talked about that before the draft. I think that I'm excited, actually, if Caleb Williams ends up going to Chicago because – there's always a chance, especially now in this day and age in the NFL, where a quarterback changes your fortunes. And if you can find somebody to turn it around, like I watched Josh Allen do with my Buffalo Bills, which was a quarterback wasteland yeah, for but, 20 years. At what age did Josh Allen do that? He was 25 or 26, right, where he started to be really good. Well, they made the play. They they missed the playoffs his first year, yeah. and then they made the playoffs his second year. So, right, but when did he become Josh Allen? When they got Stephon Diggs and started changing the offense a little bit. Yeah, so I'm just saying. Early returns were good. They won the division, I believe, his second year. Right, because he's big and strong and mobile, just like Justin Fields. Honestly, I think you could build around Justin Fields and be a real threat in the NFC. You already saw it with Allen. You had already seen it with him by the time this had happened. Fields ain't bad. No, Fields is not bad. He's pretty good. And he's definitely, he's an incredible runner. Josh Allen's first uh, Pro Bowl year was 2020 that was his 20 age 24 season it's the second year in the league yeah third. 2018 draft uh, 2019 2020 right yeah, so third year third in the year. league second year they won 10 games made the playoffs but he only threw for 3,000 yards right and they uh I think Justin Fields. Texans. I think Justin Fields would make the Pro Bowl next year because everyone makes the Pro Bowl. But I think he, <laughs> I think he'd be a that's very not a great that's not a great reason. I think he'd be a very productive quarterback next year he probably be more ready to win in Chicago than Caleb Williams would. I think they'd be a better team next year. And that's the thing. Chicago, well, of course he would Chicago, because he's had four years under his belt. He should be more ready to win. But who's got the higher ceiling? Uh, definitely Caleb Williams. But there if you're go. the Bears and you're looking at this like, oh, my gosh, we're getting this momentum. We're hot at the end of the season. We're just going to give that away and start over and say we can build it around this rookie cap. Like, no, you got it. You It's time to win there. It's time to win now. It's time to bring in much more talent. And the, the truth is, you say it's not a thing, but just get New England's pick. They're going to go get draft Cal Williams, win three games. 
They're you are, terrible. It's a dicey proposition if you just say, all right, we're going to pass on this potential franchise quarterback because we think we can get another guy next year. That is a dangerous way to think. That's what gets you fired. Just wait around for Arch. Or- <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. 855-212-4CBS. Do you think that the the family that wouldn't allow Eli Manning to play in San Diego is now going to be like, yeah, Arch, go to Chicago? Well, San Diego no. was busy. Ownership group was crazy. Okay. I, I don't think Chicago necessarily, I don't know what the new ownership group is, but I, I'm not sure Are it's San new? Diego. What happened to the McCaskies? Are they still not there? Well, who's running it now? <laughs> I mean, the former commissioner of the Big Ten. Oh yeah, Kevin yeah, Warren. I, I think it's a whole new. Yeah, I think it's a whole new regime. Did, didn't somebody die? <laughs> the family still owns it. They haven't like sold to the WalMarts or something. Yeah, but I don't think they're bad. I, I, I they're not like the Chargers. The Chargers were super cheap. Like they wouldn't even like they were like Moneyball cheap. That's one part of it, but I'm just saying there's no way that the Mannings I don't think would let Arch go to Chicago. Caleb Williams has to be the guy, and they should do this. And if they don't, they're all going to get fired. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227, what would you do? Would you stick with Justin Fields, trade that number one pick, get a haul, try to build the team around Fields? Or would you scrap all of that and say we got this gift of the number one overall pick from Carolina, stinks, and we're going to turn that into Caleb Williams? By the way, yes. can I give you a reality check? Sure. If they beat the Packers, and you know that rivalry, then none of this is even a discussion. Why? Be- because they're going to be like, Eberflus, you're coming back. Justin Fields, you're coming back. That would be to knock the Packers out of the playoffs. Yeah. That okay. would just be a a monumentous <laughs> thing for Chicago. Again, the most short-sighted ever. Well, this is the this NFL. This isn't Brett Favre, and it's not Aaron Rodgers that you just necked out here. I know Jordan Love has been playing better, but you didn't exactly slay the dragon here. There this is, isn't Bowser's Castle at the you, end. You do not lose. I mean, you don't win. How many will it be? Like six or last seven or five or last? You don't go get red hot at the end of the season and say, let's get a new quarterback and a new coach. It's just not how it works. Well, when you have the number one overall pick, you do. You, you don't. I'm telling you, if they beat the Packers— then everyone's coming back. Then it's a party in keep Chicago. Keep being a bad franchise then. And keep running it into the ground. Keep being irrelevant. And keep on the same track. Yeah. And maybe everyone likes that in Chicago. I'm sure the fans don't. I, I'll tell you right now, I am predicting them in the playoffs if they bring everyone back next year. 11 and eleven and 6. That's not bad. What's wrong with that? Make the playoffs in first. It's the NFC. For what, though? Like I for what in the who's scaring you in the NFC? Well, that's not the point. A lot of teams scare me in the NFC. The 49ers scare me. The Dallas Cowboys, your Philadelphia Eagles, the Lions aren't going anywhere. You, it's not like this easy mm. path here. Eh. Eh. 855 Bring the Cowboys out into that munchy field in de- in <laughs> December. Let's see them win in Chicago. I'm telling you the new monsters of the Midway. Bring Caleb Williams out there and and you're talking about in 3 years they're going to look for a new solution. It's not going to work. I think it will. 855-2124-CBS. Let us know what you think. What do the Bears do with that number one overall pick? Are you a Fields believer? Or do you think they should scrap it, trade him, Caleb Williams? The one thing I also don't want to hear, you're not going to keep Caleb Williams, or you're not going to draft Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields. That doesn't make any sense. That's not how this whole thing works. You would have to be trading Justin Fields at the apex here. If you can get a second-round pick, maybe you get a late first-round pick, Depending, maybe a third-round pick? Well, you, maybe third-round pick, I don't think you do it. But I also think that second-round pick is going to be there for him. I do. Can't keep both guys. 855-212-4CBS, Maggie and Perloff. If you want to watch the show, come on in. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff in moments.
Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie and I having a big debate today about the future of the Chicago Bears. Should they trade Justin Fields and draft probably Caleb Williams at number one overall? Or should they trade the number one pick for a haul? You know, it's funny. I'm looking at the Super Bowl odds, and it seems to me that there are two gigantic favorites this year, Baltimore and San Francisco. San Francisco, sorry. Neither of them have a number one overall pick, Maggie. And uh, last year's teams, Patrick Mahomes against Jalen Hurts, those weren't number one picks. I think the model is changing. I think you can build a champion around a quarterback who does not have to be the number one overall pick. And who's to say that Justin Fields can't be Jalen Hurts or a lighter version of Lamar Jackson, a guy who you have a great defense and a great run game, who's going to keep plays alive and a certain style of football, which isn't fling it all over the field that can win you a lot of football games. Okay. You really got to trust that the bears would be able to do something that quite frankly is rare. I mean, the Purdy situation is like an all time outlier. All-time outlier, right? It's like Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant with this team that has multiple 1,000 yards receivers. Like that, if you can do that, hats off to you. Lamar Jackson is one of the great mistakes in the history of the draft. And to be honest, one of the great mistakes almost in the history of re-signing a guy to a second contract. Because like that's one of the major failures of the NFL is the fact that Lamar Jackson fell to 31. Well, yeah, but does Lamar Jackson have as much success if he goes number one overall to a crappy team who's crappy by the the definition because they were the number one overall team. What they could have he could have been a jet. He, he could have been, been a, a brown. Failure. He's a better version of Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's the poor man's Lamar Jackson now. Lamar landed in Baltimore. It was perfect for him. And they've built a team exactly around his skill set because they knew he was special. And it's been amazing. Now I'm not saying Justin Fields can be that. He's not as electric as Lamar. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't sort of have the vision Lamar has. I totally understand that. I'm not putting that on Justin Fields, but he could be Jalen Hurts like. Okay, but again with Philadelphia, like you're in a real golden era here with Philly, where you've got you've drafted well on defensive line. I know the secondary is yeah. a mess, all that stuff. You've made some prescient trades for AJ Brown. You're super all in. You have Jason Kelsey. You've got this cheat code of a of a tush push that keeps working. You know, a lot of things are working right here for Jalen Hurts. Where. I don't know if Chicago is going to have all that. They have no, there's no pedigree there. Well, the Bears, okay. They have, they did a great trade to get DJ Moore yep, in the building and this Panthers fleecing. So you have DJ Moore, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Boom. You got, you have a, the one of the most talented wide receiver cores in the league. You got Montez Swell in defensive line, draft another defensive line star. Boom. Dallas Turner or somebody. And then you have the defensive line. You could do all this. You have so many assets if you trade that number one overall pick. You can build a Niners-like team okay. around Justin Fields. Another team, that the same team that traded Roquan Smith, who looks like one of the best defenders. Yeah. Again, going to the Ravens, sure. But, like, th- no one's perfect. You can nitpick on every kind of uh, personnel decision. But if I'm a Bears fan, I don't have the trust that you're going to be able to put enough around Justin Fields where it's going to where you can say we should have never drafted Caleb Williams. We should have never tried to upgrade a quarterback because we're going to put this much around him. I, I just don't see it. All right, but look, Zach Wilson number 2 overall, yeah. Trey Lance number 3 overall. I I understand the number ones have worked out recently, but you never know. I'm just saying that you could you could talk yourself into Drake May number one all, and he could be gone in four years. It's not a guarantee with this number one pick that the Chicago Bears of all teams are going to turn it into some superstar oh, quarterback. There's not another Mahomes. It. Because look at, I, I'm telling you, 
I think the model is changing a little bit because of Lamar Jackson and Jalen Hurts. Like, you, you're not winning because of your quarterback necessarily. You don't think the Ravens are winning because of Lamar well, I Jackson? Do, I think it's not a. It's not like Patrick Mahomes. No, I don't. I don't think I'm on the Richard Sherman camp. Like Lamar Jackson's part of a much bigger machine in Baltimore. I, and Jalen Hurts is even more so in Philadelphia. Like I think you need a great team around the quarterback. I don't think you could just have one guy who's going to single handedly do it all. And you saw like Baltimore improved the receiving core tremendously, and their defense stayed healthy okay, for the first time ever. But think so of where they're sudden, starting from. Yeah. Like you're starting from a place where Lamar is such a talented person and quarterback that of like no kidding. Of course, you should be putting more stuff around him, wide receiver. Yeah. Green Bay should have been putting more wide receiver stuff around Aaron Rodgers. Like. That's a that's just a no brainer, and right. the Ravens neglected that. But Kansas City, on the other hand, is like I'm going to give you less wide receiver stuff and see what, what you happened. can do. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl. Well, they won, but now look at what's going on. Like it's that's the biggest problem with Kansas City, right? Of course, you have to give your quarterback weapons. I'm just asking, where's the baseline of the quarterback you're starting with? I'd rather be starting with a guy who has a ceiling of Caleb Williams. Yeah, I got to put weapons around him anyway. I got to put weapons I mean, around Tom Brady. I, I got to put weapons around Patrick Mahomes. I don't think you could dismiss the last two years with, with Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy. I mean, honestly, it, it's not a number one overall pick. There's just so many pieces around these guys that you can elevate quarterbacks now. And honestly, I'm sorry, this is going to sound – they're elevating Lamar Jackson right now. Their guys – Zay Flowers and these guys are catching eight-yard passes, and Lamar is dropping perfectly and going 80 yards. I mean, most of most of Lamar's passing yards this year are yak. So they're elevating him for sure. And Todd, you see the difference in the offensive coordinator – you yeah. can't, you know, it's not just, okay, here's my quarterback, he, Caleb Williams. He's just so talented. He's going to fix everything. Now it's much more of a more complicated team building process. 855-212-4CBS. Mike is an Indy. He's got a thought on this. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Yeah, this is Knight in Indy. And I agree oh, with Perloff that if they win, I would bring the coach and the quarterback back if they win. And you know what? I wouldn't mind even putting it out there and putting pressure on them this week so I can see how the coach and the quarterback reacts. Mm. But if I put pressure on them saying, if they win, I'll bring you back, and then they do win against a relatively good Green Bay Packers team and a green, good Green Bay Packer quarterback, I would bring them back, try to get two, two uh, first and two second form. Because if you trade, we trade the first round this year, and you give me your second. Yeah. Next year, you give me my first, your first, I mean. Yep. And then in 26, you give me your second. I'm with Perloff. I, I think that's great. And maybe you could offer Fields uh, a three-year, $100 million guarantee contract, and that <laughs> wouldn't start until I know. 26, 27, and 28. And let's face it, that would be a good price. I know, but that's always the fallacy. Years, so. That's always the fallacy of the fan is that the quarterback's going to take some team friendly deal. Well, I, not since Geno Smith. I, Daniel I, Jones took two years eighty. He Daniel Jones was in the toilet. I mean, he had nothing. But like, I'm with you, Perloff. Thank you. Thank what you. What do you mean, Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones came off a playoff appearance and did a two year eighty million dollar deal. He had better numbers and. I, I think efficiency numbers in Justin Fields. Why can't you're not going to sign Justin Fields to a $200 million deal. There's if you're no passing way on Caleb happened. Williams, you're basically telling their agents like we're in it for you for the long haul. Here, here's my one issue with with this, um, this style of thinking. There are times when teams have to think uh, in the real short term, right? Like when you're on the cusp of the Super Bowl, that sort of all in mentality that you need, 
right? For this caller to say, I want to put pressure on my team, tell them if you beat Green Bay, we're going to bring you all back. If you lose to Green Bay, everybody's gone. Even if it's just a mental like ninja tactic, like you're the Chicago Bears. Why in the hell would you be thinking in the short term? Well, what about this team says that they're ready to do anything in the yeah. short term? You got to keep the long view here. You're not the 49ers. You're not the Miami Dolphins who are going yeah. all in right now. The Bills, whatever, like Kansas City. You've got to keep the long term in mind, not the short term. It's time to win in Chicago. And if they finish 8-9 this year, I think there's going to be incredible optimism. The kind of optimism that's going to get your new stadium built. You're going to make the playoffs next year. I, I think this is the time to win right now. What, what are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? (laughs) Your favorite. Uh, Andrew Bogus is here with headlines and also wearing a sick Hartford Whalers sweater. Good morning. Good morning, Maggie. A headline sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today, Pete. Last night in Memphis, John Morant (laughs) did to Victor Webb and Yama what Perloff's been trying to do to the rookie all season long. That's from Grizzlies Radio. Jaw dunking around Wemby, not necessarily over him. The crossover to get to the rim was the best part of the sequence. He had 26 points and 10 assists. 27 boards and 4 blocks for Wemby in a 106-98 Grizzly win. Wait, how many rebounds did he have? Uh, Wemby had 7. 27 and 4. Okay. Yeah. Uh, The Thunder held off the Celtics for a five-game win streak, 127-123. The Hornets snapping their 11-game skid, 111-104 in Sacramento. And the Sixers dumped the Bulls, 110-97. Joel Embiid, 31 points, 15 rebounds, 10 assists after missing four games with a sprained ankle. College Hoops, top-ranked Purdue snapping Maryland's 19-game home win streak, 67-53. Zach Eady, 23, a dozen boards. And number eight, UNC, a 70-57 win at Pitt. Armando Baycott, 16 points, 10 boards. He became the seventh Tar Heel ever with 2,000 career points. Armando Baycott's kid is already playing North Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) I just looked it up. How old do you think he is? 24. 21. 23. Mm. He's 23 already. 24 wow. in March. In March, is this his fifth year? Do you have his? Has he used his COVID year as well? I will find it in one second. I All love right. uh, North Carolina power forwards. Who say, he's a new Tyler Hansbro, basically. Yeah. Guy has no NBA future. Who's awesome <laughs> in college? I bet yeah. he's making a ton of money now too. Yeah. Like Hansbro, well, maybe Hansbro was too. Well, the surprising thing is that he hasn't transferred yet. Like most of these guys, if you go this deep into your college career, you're playing for some other school. But this is now five years at one school. I, I mean, know it's North Chapel Carolina, Hill's but beautiful. people transfer everywhere. <laughs> Maybe you feel like, you know, I can I can make a living for the rest of my life just being a former Tar Heels champion. Well, yeah, he, he, yeah, he's going to be a forever Chapel Hill legend. Will he even make an NBA roster? I mean, he's Everybody second round Everybody makes pick. an NBA roster. Yeah, I know. Point. But he's like a second round pick, so I get it. I would stay too. Uh, he is in year one, two, three, four, five. Wow. And you're right, EJ. At one school, that's crazy.
And probably he'll, he may get a sixth. Who knows? We see yeah. with the crazy <laughs> eligibility rules. I wouldn't be surprised if he's suiting up again next be year. the player coach. <laughs> First player coach in college basketball history. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens have a meaningless game on Saturday, having wrapped up the number one seed in the AFC. And OBJ, not surprised by that. Nah, fellas, this is a good-ass feeling, man. This is probably the best team. Not probably. This is the best team I've ever been on from the top to the bottom. Uh, we set ourselves up for success. You know what I mean? It's got to come through the bank in these black and purple unis. Go through this defense. This offense is crazy, man. Everything is right in front of us, so let's go ahead. Keep preparing. Y'all enjoy this moment. Maggie heard my favorite part. All the ooh. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like it a just... magic trick was happening. <laughs> <laughs> you also, oh. the, well, the doves came out of his hat, all right? As he said, it was like, wow. And this woman just completely disappeared. <laughs> we city. sautered half, and yeah. that's his ear. At the <laughs> John bank. Harbaugh's in two pieces in the middle of Look at that. Oh. <laughs> I guess the Rams weren't that good. No, I guess winning the Super Bowl uh, with you watching with the 20 ACL disqualifies you from this competition. I'm going to tell you, that also really pokes a lot of holes in Perloff's Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer argument. Nah, <laughs> well, Beckham just said. That's happening for sure. <laughs> By the way, uh, that Rams team was not as good as this Ravens team. This Ravens team would kill that you know, Rams team. You know what's interesting, too, to me <laughs> yeah. is that, remember, didn't know they'll jump on the bandwagon of that team like late yeah. into the season. So cut. like he kind of mentioned it. He kind of mentioned like, oh, I've seen this growing from the beginning. So like I see the growth. Like he hasn't seen the full grind. He's never seen it. He's only jumped onto a team and he helped the Ra- the Rams win that Super Bowl. He was awesome. But like I, I-, I kind of understood this because no, he didn't go through a training camp, a mini camp with a team that built their way to a Super Bowl. He jumped on midseason. I get it. I'm just saying that Rams team, how many that Hall of Famers team. could that, they possibly have on that team? You're that talking was about a thin Super Bowl team. You okay, really think that was a good Super Bowl team? You think that Matthew Stafford could be a Hall of Famer? We know Aaron Donald's going to walk in. It's possible that Jalen Ramsey, if he can stay healthy, might have a shot at the Hall of Fame. Cooper Cup, I don't know. The Hall of Very Good. Um, he was the MVP of the Super Bowl. I mean, we're talking about does Andrew Whitworth get into the Hall of Fame as a tackle? Probably. Probably. I mean, come on. This. That Rams team, we got lucky. Sean McVay will get in as a got as a Hall of Fame head coach, I bet. Super, Jaylen, we said Jalen Ramsey, right? Uh, yeah. Jacuzzi Tart catches that football. San Francisco beats them. And then they got lucky to beat the Bengals. And they kind of got lucky to beat the Bucks. That was that they yeah, no one's gonna remember and, that. I mean, it was not a great Super Bowl. They were Bowl crushing team. the Bucks in that game, though. I think it's yeah, but they still allowed the comeback. But yeah. it was yeah. to Tom Brady. 28 28 <laughs> with two minutes left. Brady's made it his whole career was like, you know, those kind of comebacks for Brady were almost yeah. commonplace. I feel like the I, basically that team, Aaron Donald, who's toward the end of his career, basically lifted them at the last second to a Super Bowl win. That was not a great team by uh, okay, any means. I mean, how an many games? Great they became the losingest Super Bowl winner the next year yeah, because I they gave up everybody. This Ravens team is obviously fine. Firing at all cylinders. There's nothing like the Rams team. I mean, they're fourteen and th- they're going to be fourteen and three or thirteen and four. I, I don't think this. It's is just weird. I mean, I just feel like at that time we talked about that Rams team as a super team. I oh, mean, now also, you're saying they're not. I'm they're sorry. Not that we forgot the other person who was on that team, Vaughn Miller, who's going right. to be going to yeah. the Hall of Fame also. So Leonard Floyd, pretty the good ghost too. of Vaughn. Leonard Miller. Floyd is uh, is. Yes, Vaughn Miller had five sacks in eight games. He played for them. No, he was good. Yeah. Now he's bad. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see that Rams defense against this Ravens team. I just don't know if the Rams would score points against these Ravens. This Ravens defense is awesome. Yeah.
But I'm telling They're you, go, go Hall of Famer for Hall of Famer. It might I mean, that be was close. it is surprising to look at that Rams offense and see how much it was just Cooper a uh, Cooper Cup or bust. Yeah. To Perloff's point, it's they were like, well, Odell was good in the playoffs. Yeah, got hurt. and then he got hurt. Right. They're 12 and five. I mean, it, it was a super, they did win the Super Bowl, but I think they had one of the the smallest margins of victory throughout their playoff run. It definitely was not a super team. This Ravens team is is a strong number one in the AFC. Huh. The Rams definitely were not. It's not a super team though. Yeah. Unless you're going to get carried away with Zay Flowers as a rookie I mean, wide receiver and stuff like that. It's not a super team. Wait, Isaiah we, likely? I know you guys yeah. are arguing to play devil's advocate, but you guys, you think that Rams team was better than this Ravens team? Well, I think this Ravens team needs to do something in January. Oh, yeah, it's think inconclusive about this, right now. This Rams team, this current Rams team, not even that one, this one took the Ravens to overtime in Baltimore. like In it, bad weather. It was, it's a pretty close matchup. I don't know if it's a slam dunk. Okay, sorry, Bogus. That's okay. Other NFL news. The Jets released Dalvin Cook yesterday so we could sign with a contender. Contenders declining comment. The veteran running back got zero snaps last Thursday in Cleveland, averaging just 3.2 yards a carry. Ron Rivera waiting till today, maybe, to name the commander's starting QB for Sunday with the Cowboys. Sam Howell played again last week because Jacoby Brissett hurt his hamstring during practice during the week. And Panthers owner David Tepper fined 300 grand for throwing a drink at Jaguar fans Sunday. That's like finding Maggie one penny for <laughs> spelling curse words on the radio. <laughs> that and, hurt. And we finish on ice where our San Jose Sharks are losing again. Now nine in a row thanks to a 5-3 home defeat at the hands of the Red Wings. Guys, back to you. Man, we really got to get some energy behind these Sharks. We've been neglecting them. We were all <laughs> on vacation. Mm-hmm. We let it go by the wayside, and now they're stinking again. Yep. I uh, Joe Thornton do for them? Is he still there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. By the way, sure. <laughs> uh, how are you going to make that anti-Matthew Stafford Hall of Fame argument when they win their first-round playoff game against the Lions or whoever? I mean, Stafford's a fire right now. You think that... God. Winning in the wild card round is going to help the uh, Hall of Fame Stafford Hall of Fame conversation. Eddie, all my money, my entire will is going to be to you guys <laughs> if Matthew Stafford's not a Hall of Famer. I'm telling you, it's happening. Yes. It is 100% happening. Okay, you're saying He's about it to throw 4,000 yards think, again do you with think that should crappy happen? Rams team. Uh because I, mean, that's more, that's I, I don't more deal in question. shoulds. I don't deal in shoulds. <laughs> what do you I deal, deal in will. You should all over the place. <laughs> I think I'm not a should guy. I'm a will guy. I'm a will. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. I'm a deal will guy. <laughs> What's we could probably do this on some kind of like online lawyer, you know? like. Wait, do you guys, What's let's that? go around the room. Do you think he will be a Hall of Famer, Maggie Gray, Matthew Stafford? No. I'll say, I'll say no, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was. He should not be. I'll definitely work should not, he definitely definitely should not be. He's very good. He's very very good. Yeah, the the NFL is good about keeping people out. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's not going to get in. I don't know what they're going to do with these quarterbacks who have these big numbers, though. This guy played in a quarterback era where everybody made the Pro Bowl. I know. He made one Pro Bowl. Bro, he played on some Pro Bowl. He played on some bad. He was teams. a lion. I mean, Calvin Johnson made it first ballot, and you, people didn't believe. Calvin me. Johnson was an All Pro like yeah, year every year. year. There were a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, Calvin Johnson can't make it. He didn't do anything in the playoffs." And I was like, "Well, he's the best receiver of his era." <laughs> yeah, right. But when was Stafford the best quarterback of anything? Stafford's likely going to end up number five on the all-time passing yard list for with a Super minutes. Bowl ring. With for a five super- minutes, he'll no, win. there's no one really that close to him. I mean, just he's wait. Way there's out. an extra game now. I mean, the next the the guys who are within twenty thousand yards of him are Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson, and Kirk Cousins. Okay, the, but look at the next crop you have coming. Yeah, I don't know. Passing yards it might have peaked a couple of years ago. I mean, like, listen, Lamar is going to be the MVP with 3,500 passing yards. Okay, but you're still going to have Tua. You're still going to have Josh Allen. You're still going to have Mahomes. You're still okay, going to have 
I mean, yeah, a lot of competition I, here. I, I don't know. I, I just think uh, the ring is going to make a big difference. The numbers are huge. And also, the guy, obviously, is super talented. No one's questioning because nobody throws a prettier ball than Matthew Stafford. There might be equal pretty balls, but his arm is insane. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Bogus, thank you so much. Uh, well, a lot to do because we have not talked about what could be the most impactful NFL game of the weekend. And for yours truly... Really going to be sweating this one out. Ah, who's in better position going into the winner take all of the AFC East, the Miami Dolphins or the Buffalo Bills? We answer that question next. Maggie and Pearl off CBS. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio. I didn't realize it was a genuine kind of morning. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Mornings here on CBS Sports Radio. And we couldn't talk about it yesterday because we had college football playoff semifinals that was pressing business. We now have the championship game set. It's going to be Michigan. It's going to be Washington. We talked about that. We have not been able to get to my fears and anxieties surrounding my Buffalo Bills heading into the last week of the season. Week 18. I mean, is there anything more perfect in the season of ups and downs for the Buffalo Bills that it would set up for either you beat Miami and win the division and get the second seed or you lose this game and potentially do not make the playoffs at all. There's no more fitting ending. And while I appreciate that the Bills have made this season a lot more interesting, Mm -hmm. 
I don't know how anyone who's watched the Bills thinks that they have, like, any kind of advantage in this game. Like, the Bills can lose to literally anyone right now. They needed a Kadarius Tony bonehead move to beat the Chiefs. They went down to the wire with the Chargers and Easton Stick. They basically almost lost to the Patriots, who have... Ah, Dude, that was rough. Josh Allen was not dealing with pressure well at all. I I tried to live bet that one. That never came anywhere close, mm -hmm. uh, according to Vegas. Uh, Well, Vegas has not been able to handicap the Bills all season. Let me ask a question. Are you able to handicap the Bills? Did you see this four-game win streak at the end of the season coming? Because I I bet there's some clips where you did not. No, I definitely did. The day I came in with the Bills shirt on with a big red X through it, no, I did not see it. But if you're asking... Uh, you know, how Vegas has not handled the Bills well. They were a 14-point favorite in that Patriots game. I mean, they have these gigantic spreads. They're a three-point favorite right now against the Miami yeah, Dolphins in Miami. And that's that is only speaks to the fact that they let the Chargers and the Patriots hang around. There's no way the Dolphins are winning this game. The Bills are so desperate, and that's why they've won these four games. Desperate wins. It didn't work for me on the dating scene, but it <laughs> wins in the NFL. I, I don't know anyone except you... And maybe EJ, who are worried about the Dolphins in this game. Everybody seems okay. to think the Bills are going to win. But, but everybody maybe isn't watching the Bills as closely. They just see, oh, they have a healthy quarterback, and Josh Allen is good, and therefore they should win. Meanwhile, the defense has actually been closing out these games for them in this winning streak. The other thing, too, is it's like people think Miami doesn't have anything to play for. That's not right at all. Yes, they've clinched a playoff spot, but would you rather win the AFC East and get a home game, or would you rather have to go on the road and play the Kansas City Chiefs? No, thank you. The lasting image of Miami is Bradley Chubb getting carted off when he shouldn't have been on the field, and so Chubb and Jalen Phillips are out. Xavier Howard's probably not playing. This is just a beat-up Miami team, and... Josh Allen, I know he hasn't played well. He's not throwing the ball well. No. But he's going to run like crazy because everything's on the line here. Nothing to lose. He runs like crazy. They could still lose. I mean, that, uh, that's I, not necessarily a formula here. I don't know. Also, are the, the Dolphins really going to play Waddle, who can't seem to get through a quarter without limping to the sideline? I, I think this is – I think the Dolphins – Try in the first quarter, maybe the first half, but I don't see them having fight this whole game. Oh, I disagree. I think they're looking at this not just as, hey, we have a shot here to, you know, avenge a loss earlier in the season Mm -hmm. against the Bills where they got smoked in Buffalo. That was a long time ago. That was back in September. But also, I think the, the Miami Dolphins are embarrassed right now. And that's a dangerous type of team to have to play. Right, You just got blown out by the Ravens in a game that was barely competitive. And add on top of that, your head coach either allowed a player to convince him to stay on the field in garbage time or whatever and essentially got that player hurt. Like I think that's probably how he's feeling. He said he's sick to his stomach, Mike McDaniel, about the fact that Chubb was playing meaningless uh, in meaningless garbage time and now has torn his ACL. So you have a team that just got blown out. They're embarrassed. They're feeling the haters. The coach is embarrassed. Like, this is a terrible recipe. You're saying the Bills might be more desperate, but the Dolphins are embarrassed. That is not a team you want to play. I just think the one problem with the Dolphins is that they're not a very good football team, and they cannot. I know they beat the Cowboys because they haven't beaten anybody. They did beat the Cowboys, who may or may not have been out in Miami. I believe that game was in Miami the night before. Yeah, because they're terrible against good teams. I mean, they're like the Cowboys on steroids. They, They cannot beat good teams. Yeah, but they I, they barely even show up in a lot of these games. They had no chance against Baltimore. I, I don't know what you've seen. Like, which games of Miami are really scaring you? Nothing. 
Uh, and all, obviously, any good defensive coordinator, just stay back and do not let Tyreek Hill run past your safeties, and you're going to beat the Dolphins. Okay, but that was the formula for many years when Tyreek Hill was in Kansas City, and he beat the brakes off the yeah, Bills. Yeah, I mean, the Bills destroyed the Dolphins earlier, right? I, I did not. The Dolphins are way overrated. They're not winning a playoff game, and they're not winning this game. You always say, really hard to beat a team twice. I really hard. Really hard to beat him three times. That's what I say. <laughs> now we're amending it. Uh, Maggie Perloff, how do you see this? Miami, Buffalo, who you got? 855-212-4CBS. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.